0: Coming up next on the Holistic Wealth Podcast.
1: Cockroaches are a really big issue. So there's like 50 variety of cockroaches. Some of the worst ones for allergens tend to be the cockroach from Germany and also the one from America. Go figure. But the point is is that with those allergens, whether it be from their feces, whether it be from their bodies themselves, whether it be from their saliva or their skin, it can cause problems. Especially they go to areas such as the kitchen, dining room. Those sort of areas are important to make sure you're looking around. Now, how do you treat them? How do you treat this issue, especially when you have kids that are affected with allergies? You're
0: listening to the Holistic Wealth Podcast with host Keisha Blair, author of Holistic Wealth and founder of the Institute on Holistic Wealth. And now,
1: here's your host,
0: Keisha Blair. Today, we have a very special guest with us. We have Dr. Ken Redcross. And Dr. Redcross is the author of Bond, the four cornerstones of a lasting and caring relationship with your doctor. And founder of a unique concierge service providing patient-first treatment through strategic health services. Dr. Red Cross earned his MD from Columbia Presbyterian Medical Center in New York, specializing in internal medicine. And you can check out his website at drkenredcross.com. Ken, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And he's here for part two of our series on cold and flu season getting prepared and also staying well through this season. I know a lot of people have concerns already about the upcoming cold and flu season. And so for this part two, we're going to focus on kids of all ages. Just because I'm a mom, I wanted to give that time because I remember having young kids who went through all sorts of things. I have one who's asthmatic, one who struggled through no. bronchitis through cold and season, and the one who's asthmatic, you know, tends to get swollen lungs during cold and flu season. So I know a lot of parents tend to get very yeah. Very, It's a very stressful time and it can be a very stressful time for parents. So just having this part two, just to help them cope through. I mean, a lot of kids are already fussy. So when it comes on to cold and flu season, I know a lot of parents who live in the emergency room and yep. it's no good being there because you feel like you're going to pick up something yourself. So Dr. Red Cross, thank you so much for allowing us to just expand on, you know, taking care of kids through this cold and flu season. I know a lot of parents will be appreciative. So I know in part one, we touched on a bit in terms of preventative and managing for kids. So for part two, I just wanted to go a bit in depth because I know, for instance, that younger kids struggle more. They have smaller airways. They tend to be congested more. I just remember Mm -hmm. being in that stage like the kids were coming home from daycare constantly sick every single day it was like a cycling cold and flu season i could barely get to work Uh, like it was you you uh, and me both you and me both and and if you guys saw
1: episode one you know i have twins so one would get the other one sick when one got better so uh, so i know where you are so i'm here to help you with the pain okay Um, absolutely So look, so one of the things that's really important, especially as parents and having younger children, we talked about some of the things on the homeopathic side that are very supportive in the acute phase. When these things first start, I like to say within the first 24 to 48 hours, the acylococcinum for flu-like symptoms is hard because the kids don't necessarily say, hey, mom and dad, I have body aches. But you see them and you see they're a little more listless. They're not moving so much. So then we kind of have to put on our doctor hat at home and say, maybe there is a little bit more than a cold. Then I mentioned cold calm. Once again, when I'm talking about cold calm and a child with a sore throat, the child needs to be four years of age and older versus for Ocello, the kid needs to be two years of age and older. Okay. The other thing that's important for us as parents is that we need to keep our life simple as well. So those things are great to go on the go. Those are things that aren't going to spill because they're not a whole bunch of liquids and so forth that you can't measure. The other thing I want us to keep in mind as parents, especially with younger children, is I usually say within the first 48 hours. You know, sometimes I used to say, Keisha, the first three days, but healthcare has gotten a little wacky to get in and see your doctor. It's a little harder. So it's that first two days. If your child is not kind of turning the corner time to get in and see someone. Hopefully you're a doctor or maybe in an urgent care if you can't get in, but you need to make sure because just like you said, when our kids are really tiny or they have asthma, some of those conditions, they can really change quickly, uh-huh. really quickly. And We want to get on that early and often.
0: Yeah, no, that's amazing. And that's such great advice. It's just bringing back all sorts of like, oh. I'm sure for you too, I know oh, if yes. your kids are past that stage of <laughs> twins though. They must be. But for me, it's bringing back like I'm thinking about the ER and everything, being there with the kids. And then I remember my doctor saying to me, well, if the mucus
1: turns green, then we have a problem. Okay, I I love all doctors, but I will just change that a bit. Right. What We have learned, everyone, is that when you see that mucus, if it is green, it's usually related to the age of the mucus. So don't think like, oh. That means my child needs an antibiotic. Number one, we need to decrease our need for antibiotics or our use of antibiotics anyway. You know why? Because antibiotics, everyone, are only for bacteria. We're talking cold and flu. Does nothing for those. Right. Nothing at all. So we really shouldn't be getting a prescription for an antibiotic anyway. But when you see the color of the mucus, remember, that doesn't mean like, oh, that means I need an antibiotic for my child now. No, just older mucus. Keep the airways clear. Making sure you're staying hydrated, incredibly important for children. I mentioned it for adults because obviously it's important, but with a child, you don't always know that they're not properly hydrated unless you're actually looking at their skin or you're a little bit skilled with that. So you so- want to make sure you're keeping your child hydrated throughout the cold or the flu. Just so just make sure you keep that at the top of your mind.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And so any other advice, doctor, for instance, for parents who have kids with like asthma, like myself, like my son is generally growing out yeah. of it, it seems yeah. if that's really a thing. But like, yeah, you it, know, he used to get swollen lungs. I'd be in the doctor's office because of swollen lungs and it was always in cold flus. It was always a difficult time. So, just wondering with precautions for them.
1: So, it is a thing. Yeah, your child can sort of grow out of asthma that's bad. They can Mm -hmm. still, they will always kind of have asthma, but it can be more manageable. So, yes, it can. But that also gets back to having a humidifier in the house. That just helps with the cough and cold and flu season, but especially for my asthmatics because we don't know the particulate matter that's in the air, what's going on that really causes a flare up. The other thing coming from a huge animal lover, when you have those animals, you need to make sure that you're cleaning up behind them and you're vacuuming and that sort of thing during this time of year as well, especially if you know you have a child who typically gets these respiratory infections and that sort of thing. So that's incredibly important also.
0: Yeah, no, that's for sure. That's great. And I also suffer from like allergies, which a lot of kids do suffer from, too. Is it the kind of like the same advice then for parents of kids who have allergies Say, looking around things in the house, clearing out vents, especially. I remember having to clean out vents very often for that and looking at any other allergens in the house that might be causing any kind of response. Anything else that or was it basically just kind of the same for the asthmatics as, you know, people who
1: suffer from allergies? Very similar, very similar because it tends to be two big offenders. It tends to be either environmental or something that's in the house, right? Something that's coming from the outside for those who have issues with allergy or those that have increased dander from the animals that I mentioned or what have you. Also in New York, it's, you know, New York's very different, everyone. And there is a a bug issue, a cockroach issue in some apartment complexes and so forth where we see increased asthma. Why? Because there's also cockroaches. They're very allergenic. Some of the worst ones for allergens tend to be the cockroach from Germany and also the one from America. Go figure. But the point is, is that with those allergens, whether it be from their feces, whether it be from their bodies themselves, whether it be from their saliva or their skin, it can cause problems, especially they go to areas such as the kitchen, kind of the dining room. Those sort of areas are important to make sure you're looking around. Now, how do you treat them? How do you treat this issue, especially when you have kids that are affected with allergies or even grown-ups? You're making sure if it's a hardwood floor, you're using a damp mop or if it's going to be something like carpet, you're going to obviously vacuum frequently. So it's one of those things that you don't really think about when you talk about allergies and so forth. But think about them. Cockroaches, they're usually big enough to see. But if you don't see them when you have someone in the house that isn't really getting better, think about cockroaches. Don't forget, there are over 50 varieties. But the point is, we're talking things within the home that we can do our best to control this time of year for cold and flu or for those allergies. So it just depends whether you're out in the country or you're in the city. There's different ways that we all deal with kind of the same problem, but they all typically are the same management. Making sure that you're cleaning down, making sure you have a humidifier, making sure you're vacuuming and doing your best to kind of manage all of those during this time.
0: You know, as we talked about in part one and you mentioned in this episode two, any remedies that we could use, I'm just wondering if there's anything else you can think of on the homeopathic front that is also very useful. Or is it just basically that both sets that you mentioned earlier are also very good with also dealing with things like allergens and like asthma or anything else with kids is there anything else that you would recommend
1: you know there is you know it's interesting you said that because on the homeopathic side there's a wonderful homeopathic remedy called sinus i'd have to get back to you Keisha, as far as the best ages for that but i do know that children can take that as well as far as the best so make sure you you can look online or or boron.com or b-o-i-r-o-n.com to get the actual age group but I do know that is incredibly effective once again on the homeopathic side without that drowsiness. Think about this. How many times do we need these allergy meds and they make us sleepy or you can't drive with them, can't do all this. So when you're looking at something like homeopathy and when we talk about the cold and flu and the acute phase, that means the early phase of all this and something for sinuses. Once again, guys, the whole point is to try to stay closer to the earth without all of these prescriptions and things that interact with this and interact with that to give that a shot first. And then if something else declares itself or we are, not where we need to be or want to be, then we make sure we have a talk with the doctor within that first 48 hour window to say, Hey doc, I've been trying this stuff. It's working well. Am I missing anything? But once again, uh, most of my patients get better within that first 48 hours.
0: Yeah, no. And that's amazing. And so if people are listening in, And they're thinking, well, I've never taken these homeopathic medicines before. What's in them? Like, is it like, you know, you mentioned was closer to the earth? What would you say in terms of like people who never tried them before, who are maybe on the fence? Is there anything that you can tell them in terms of how well they work and kind of like the key ingredients that make them as effective as they are?
1: So I'm glad that you asked that because for instance, with the solar Coccinum, there's a lot of documented studies as far as. How it especially within the first 48 hour window, that's why I mentioned that before, because that's where the data was wonderful and robust for you to really understand, you know, homeopathy is almost a, I like to almost call it a spiritual sort of remedy in the sense that it works in this early phase of what goes on with our bodies. But they have something like it's called life similar. So when you have similar symptoms, there's certain things in homeopathy that can almost in a way mimic those symptoms and bring health and healing. So I love the fact that I don't have to worry about it interacting and causing any problems when I do have to use my prescription pad for a diabetic who may need metformin. It's okay. I can go ahead and give that prescription for metformin for that diabetic, but know that he or she says, hey, doc, I'm feeling like I'm coming down with something. Can I take Ocelo? And I can say with a good conscience, yeah. Absolutely. And I can also say I'm almost certain you're going to get better. And that makes me feel good, too.
0: Yeah, no, that's amazing to hear. My dad is also diabetic. And I okay. know, for instance, even just recently, they've had to switch up his medication, stop him from taking something else because there was an interaction that they didn't yeah. realize. So that's also good to know for everyone to know.
1: And I'll say one more thing, Keisha and everyone out there listening. So don't forget, I am a Western trained physician. I train here at Columbia in New York. So. This isn't doom and gloom with all medications. This is just letting you know that there are some other alternatives out there for us that can lead to health and healing that's just closer to the earth as well, that when necessary can be married with the Western medicines that I can talk about and educate on as well. So it's about a partnership for your health to stay well. So that's why it's so important to share some of these things that maybe some of you didn't know today, but now, you know, you kind of have something else. Whole kid, especially for those who have children.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And I think this was great in terms of educating and informing everyone good, good. about even that 48 hour window that you mentioned. A lot of parents, I'm sure, didn't know that. And so that's great information heading into this colon flu season. I mean, we're already in yep. the thick of it and we'll be for another couple months. So that's great for parents of kids who are watching out for these symptoms. And are questioning whether it's time to go in, um, but at least we know. You know what? That first forty-eight hours is critical, it is. and it's you know it's time to act when we see any changes. So, Doctor Red Cross, where can people find you? And of so oh, the sure. products that you've talked about, like, can you tell us where um, we can sure. find you? And also, sure. if people are interested in accessing
1: some of these remedies, where they yeah. Can- so look, and I and I really mean this, to everyone please feel free to say hello, Dr. Red Cross or Dr. Ken Red Cross, as far as on Instagram, on Facebook or LinkedIn. I get people all the time who ask questions and I love answering them. So try me and say hello. When you're looking at someone homeopathic remedies, luckily it's wonderful. They're in Whole Foods or Sprouts or all of your kind of um, CVS. So a lot of your places all around the U.S. and even in Canada. Um, And there's also their website, which is Boron.com, B-O-I-R-O-N.com, maybe BoronUSA.com. And that way you can also get educated on some of these things. And more importantly, they are over the counter. They don't require a doctor's visit. They don't require a prescription. But we know Within that first 48-hour window, we now have some options and they just happen to be some homeopathic ones to consider first.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. All I right. know I've tried the products with my kids and they loved it. Me too. At least at least i wasn't having you know red spots on my carpet for one so that's amazing i don't know maybe i'm clumsy maybe that
1: this no you're normal keisha that's all i have the red spots in the red cross household too i used to i used to so we thank you
0: so much for joining us dr red cross thank you so much it was amazing having you here hopefully we can get you back on the show in the future to discuss other things. There's so much to discuss in health and everybody's so concerned about their health. So thank you so
1: much for that. Thank you. Take care, everyone. Be well and happy holidays.
0: The Holistic Wealth Podcast with Keisha Blair is brought to you by...
1: Have you joined the Institute on Holistic Wealth? If you haven't already, what are you waiting for? Choose your membership plan at the Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to join. As a member, you'll get access to free worksheets, advice, coaching, and an intentional design workshop. As you start to live a more holistically wealthy lifestyle, you'll want to stay for a very long time. So go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to join. If you haven't read the book yet, pick up a copy of the award-winning best-selling Holistic Wealth 36 Life Lessons to help you recover from disruption, find your life purpose, and achieve financial freedom.